0: This podcast is a part of Dear Asian Youth, a youth-led magazine aimed towards Asian activism for Asian youth by Asian youth. Follow us on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and more at Dear Asian Youth to get all the updates on the latest articles, poetry, prose, podcasts, campaigns, and more. Dear Asian Girl, a podcast dedicated to uplift and share Asian girl stories everywhere. Today's episode, we'll be talking about ourselves and the Model Minority myth. Hi guys, welcome to the first ever Dear Asian Girl podcast. I'm so happy you guys are listening. Um, My name is Genesis and I am one of the co-hosts for Dear Asian Girl. And Alina, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Alina,
1: uh, and I am one of the co-hosts here at Dear Asian Girl, which is a podcast um, part of Dear Asian Youth, where we basically discuss um, the stories of Asian girls all over the world, the issues that they face, and just try and uplift them. Um,
0: And yeah. And I'm super excited. We have so much things we have to talk about um, before we start, do you have like a fun fact about yourself or like anything cool?
1: Um, honestly, I consider myself to be a pretty boring person, but. Oh, uh... you're
0: not boring at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? The stories you tell me? It's crazy.
1: <laughs> Wait, Jen is my like ultimate hype woman. I love it. Um, okay, well, I mean, I live in Idaho, part time in Utah. Um, I go to an online school, not online because of coronavirus. I've been to an online school since seventh grade. Yeah um I also fence competitively and have for 10 years Longer, really I, I don't even know um That's so cool. yeah uh I'm very passionate about health equity and want to pursue a career in medicine mm-hmm. I enjoy filmmaking and photography and love reading about bioethics and philosophy which is kind of boring but I enjoy
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> ultimate nerd over here um but yeah Jen what about you um I don't really have a cool fun fact about me like What she does is really crazy. I just go to like a standard public high school with like a bunch of just a thousand kids per grade, which is crazy. Wow. I know. Oh, a fun fact about me is I have a school named after me. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah, like my grandpa, he owns it in the Philippines. So. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes. I know.
0: So like potentially I can work there. I don't know. We're going to see how that goes. Um, I'm really, really interested. I really want to um, major in communications when I'm older. So definitely what I'm doing right now is building me up to pursue this career. And I'm just so excited to get it started. Like I, I, just, love it. I just want to kickstart college already. And that seems right crazy. Because like, I'm like a rising senior and I'm thinking of all these college apps that I have to do. And I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. But it's fine.
1: It's fine. Yeah. You got it. I believe in you. I'm like just hitting junior year, I'm going to be a junior, so I'm like SAT prep, getting my application stuff going, got to do like APs and everything, so yeah. I'm like, I'm very scared for my life for junior year, but it's okay, you know, we'll make it through, and like, I don't know, I'm just excited for college, if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> it's crazy because of the whole the COVID thing that happened. And like, mm-hmm. I just don't have time to like take those SATs and ACTs because of everything. And every ah, yeah, have... yeah. there was one that was going to happen around like July eighteenth, and I never ended. I can't take it anymore because all the testing centers in my area are closed, and the ones surrounding Oops.
1: me. <laughs> so... I was... it's just a like frustrating time for Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we should also mention like I guess our ethnicity and like kind of our like. Um like background just because i think that that might be important to like our viewers um i'm south asian my parents and my entire ancestry is all from pakistan um and yeah i'm like i'm from pakistan i was born in new york and i live mainly in idaho for the majority of my life but yeah i am a south
0: asian um girl wow so both of my parents were born in the philippines so i'm full blood filipino and my mom immigrated I think around like two thousand and one, two thousand two. And ever since then I was born and raised in Chicago. And yeah,
1: I guess with our introductions, we can probably do you wanna start talking about the model minority myth or
0: Yeah, for sure. Like we yeah. have a lot of things to talk about, the model minority myth. Yeah. So I did a bunch of research, and apparently it was created by a white man seems William oh, Patterson.
1: Like oh my gosh, they're like everywhere. I, swear. I know I can't stand them.
0: They need to go. Cancel <laughs> well, white <laughs> men,
1: 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm like a cool white man. Like I am a white man's boy, though. Like that's I so true.
0: So much. Wait, did you see? Did you see on Twitter? It was like Timothy Chalamet with. <laughs> <laughs> he was like having sex with his racist girlfriend in the hot tub (laughs) it was the first thing on my timeline and i like couldn't to see so I was, at first I was a white man's horror, and then I like looked, and then I saw that, and I was like, "That's disgusting. Never again." Yeah,
1: I like okay. Honestly, this is—we're probably gonna go rambling, but like, I I did not find Timothy Shelby attractive. I do not know what it is. I'm more into like Chris Evans. You know what I mean? I like, see that
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah. So not like the skinny white men, more like muscular men.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. And also, can we mention how like progressive he is? Like, wow, have you seen his Twitter? Yeah. I love him so much. Like the inner like colonization in me, but like <laughs> white men. White
0: make a fan account for Chris Evans on this podcast instead. <laughs> I'd be down. I'd literally be down.
1: Um, <laughs> but yeah, with that being said, uh model minority myth created by a white man. Um do you wanna kind of elaborate on that?
0: Yeah, so um I read about it and it was like created in nineteen sixty-six And it was basically about stereotypes about Asian-Americans. And it was after World War II and after the internment camps on Japanese-Americans. And as a result, they were, like, deemed... There was, like, a bunch of stereotypes about them, saying, like, their political meekness and how um, hardworking and financially stable they are. And basically, what the stereotypes are of today in, like, pop culture in our everyday lives. Yeah. So... I definitely yeah. haven't experienced it as heavily, but I know for a fact many of my friends have. Have you ever experienced it, like, in your lifetime? Um, I feel like, to a certain extent, yes. Um, I think I've had the
1: privilege of the stereotype being against, like, South Asians in a more, like, positive direction. Like, people stereotype Asians as being smart, intelligent, et cetera. And I feel like that kind of perpetuates more towards the black community because they're being stereotyped as, like, thugs drug addicts, and, like, things like that, so to a certain extent, I'm, like, more of, like, understanding about my privilege in regards to the model minority myth, because I'm not at the at the bottom of it, if that makes sense, but, like, in regards to, like, being affected by it, um, I've had people be, like, oh, why are you not good at math, like, you're Asian, yeah, or, like, that's me, you know, things like that like, oh, you only want to be a doctor because, like, your dad is or, like, you or, like your parents are forcing you or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, it's frustrating because, like, I am so bad at STEM, like, <laughs> STEM <Me too. laughs> i'm not good at stem it's sad like i can't do i can't i failed. like i'm failing chemistry like i can't i'm not good at stem (laughs) yeah and like but like i do want to be a doctor not because my parents forced me (laughs) but just because i find it interesting so yeah i have been affected in that sense um But yeah, I don't know. Have you, like, yourself? um... I
0: haven't been directly affected by it. It was more like little microaggressions that just appeared, Mm -hmm. like, during my school. I live in a predominantly white neighborhood, so Mm -hmm. there's barely any Asians in my community. So, for example, I walk into – I'm not that good at math. I walk into, like, my Algebra 2 class, Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, what are you doing here? Like, shouldn't you be in, like, pre-calc? And I'm like, no. (laughs) I'm just – kind of just bad at math <laughs> and i don't know it's just like it's frustrating
1: to f- like have people have this stereotype against you automatically where they're like oh you're asian so you like you have to be smart or like mm-hmm. you don't even need to try you're just smart and it's like no no, no i need to try like i yeah like i take algebra two twice like i'm really not good at math so mm-hmm. yeah i think like having this already ingrained sense in our like society that asians are automatically good at like math or whatever or science in the stem field is really frustrating to specifically like asian youth i think because they've been the most mm-hmm. affected by that because i don't know i feel like the earlier generations went into these like stem fields because they kind of were forced to go into these fields in order to like make uh, financial stability and like have mm-hmm. a good life Like i feel yes. like in a certain extent like asian youth have other like desires like I like I myself love the arts I love film like I'm into that thing but I know that it's like I can't go to that career path because I've had this ingrained thing in my mind that oh I need to do something financially stable or like I need to have like a Mm -hmm. real career or whatever but um that's like
0: another discussion and also just the representation throughout at least pop culture has been slim to none and then Mm. there's just the token minority in throughout countless movies that it's like, oh, this one kid, this one Asian kid, oh he's smart, or he's just weird. Like Yeah. There's not yeah. enough main character tropes for Asians. I mean, maybe never have I ever um oh, I swear. I swear. <laughs> yeah, no no. Continue. Yeah, I have something after that. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Speak your uh, truth on it. I Yeah, I swear.
1: No, I my thing okay, I've like been doing a lot of like like I would, I wouldn't say research on the, like Asians and representation in media because, as I mentioned, like I'm a film nerd, so like mm-hmm. I love media and I love filmmaking. So, um, as a South Asian girl myself who's very passionate about filmmaking, I'm frustrated with the lack of representation that yep. I have in media and movies and in TV shows. Whenever ever ha- whenever have I ever came out, I was like, oh my god, finally like the South Asian lead, and I watched it and I was like. I understand, like, why it's important to have, like, these lead characters, but it was an accurate representation, in my opinion. Obviously, I watched the entire season in one night, knowing me, but, like, I was still at the end. I was, like, frustrated with the representation. I've noticed that, like, the main character, Debbie, she... I think that was her name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was represented this as like this nerd who hated her culture all she wanted to do was like have sex do drugs like have a high school experience you know Mm -hmm. and I'm like I understand where like a lot of youth feel like that but that's not the most accurate representation of like Asians they're like saying oh Asian like she's like a virgin she's a nerd she wants to like have fun or whatever and I Mm -hmm. feel like that's been like portrayed way too often in media and film and it needs to be changed because Asians are more than, like, being smart. Like, they're more than just Mm -hmm. nerds or whatever. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I feel like there's, like, ups and downs to
0: that show specifically. There's another, um, what's that other movie in Netflix? Oh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before with Laura Jean. And she's also just perceived as this shy, quiet, like, very meek girl Mm -hmm. that just, like, wants a boy. And, like, of course, it's a white man. (laughs) So (laughs) So there's also just, like, no representation for Asian men throughout the media as well, which is something that really needs to be addressed Mm-hmm. And I was watching it and I under—I guess I'm, I'm not half Korean and I'm definitely not half white, but I've definitely saw mm-hmm. how like at least there's some whiteness perpetrated in the movie as well because of course the dad is half white. So there was never enough, I guess, representation for it as well. And I respect it and I still love the movie. I'll still watch it, but yeah. it's just there needs to be a change. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I completely agree. And I'm sure like um and I under like I actually the fact that you bring out like the half whiteness in like Laura Jean I only watched the first one I got bothered by Noah Centineo <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a different kind of breed of like white man like, have you
0: seen his breed. twitter posts oh my god <laughs> you're like the worst
1: <laughs> where um but yeah the fact that you bring up that she has to be like half white is really interesting because it's like why can't we just have like a fully, like, East Asian girl being the lead role, one who's not, like, boy-obsessed, one who's like, not this quiet, like, shy stereotypical, like, East Asian girl yeah. um, and I don't know like, this kind of brings me to this, another show that I watched recently, it's called Hollywood it's on Netflix, I don't know if you've oh,
0: seen it. Oh, yes, I have seen it yeah, yes. oh my god, I love it, but like, anyway it's really people are
1: like, people <laughs> say that they hate it, but I really enjoyed it, honestly, um, the anime Wong, I found her representation in that show was actually very powerful I
0: loved it
1: I thought, like, I... Okay, if I'm being honest, I literally cried at the end scene. Hey, <laughs> I was like, finally! Because to me, like, Asian representation is a win for all Asians, whether East Asian, South Asian, mm-hmm. Southeast Asian. Because, yes. because like, it's, it's a big step forward. And I think the show Hollywood was very accurate in representing um, that no matter, even if you're an amazing actress, an amazing director, but if you're Asian... You have to do, like, 50 times much more mm-hmm. work as the white actress that you're competing with. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, at the, for sure. This might be a spoiler for, like, the people who are listening. Um, but um, she... No, wait, this is actually towards the beginning of the show, but Anna Mae Wong got her Oscar stolen by the white actress. It's because, horrible
0: because it was, a, it was a book based on Asian culture called The Good Earth, <laughs> and it was super popular for it because it was, like... Like it was created in America, so it was like one of the first Asian books out there. And the mm-hmm. fact that the white woman stole the, the main lead role for an Asian woman was mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking, even if mm-hmm. it was like played in like a show like Hollywood, but yeah. still, like the representation is still wasn't there at the time and far no, worse than today.
1: I completely agree, and it's like kind of interesting to see how like even like this is kind of still reflected in our modern like day because hollywood was taking place like way like in the early like i think i don't
0: know was it 20s 1920 like, i don't
1: even know man like it was like <laughs> it was back in the day is what i'm trying to say um and it's interesting to see how that's still even represented in like our current environment was like, if you look at, like, Parasite, it got um, an award. I don't remember which one, but yeah, there was so much like, backlash basically all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and rightfully so. I'm, like, only, like, halfway done with the movie, and I love it. But it's amazing. they like rightfully so got that award, and there was so much backlash against it because it was East Asian representation. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, really frustrating to see that happen. Um, but, yeah, anyway, my rant is over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk about um, a little bit more on, like, the things that I've experienced and stuff yeah,
1: and um,
0: something that I brought like that came into my head after you like brought it up is just how like when we do complain about the microaggressions we do receive there has there's also another form of backlash that's like oh but you're so financially stable and you're so smart that like why are you complaining about this why are you, like this doesn't really matter to you like it's sure it's a racist comment but sure like <laughs> like you're just rich it's
1: fine you're smart (laughs) i no i think one of my family members actually brought this up to me one time when we were talking about like racism um and my uncle he's actually like had a lot of personal growth in regards to like political activism and stuff Mm -hmm. but we were talking about microaggression and i mentioned how microaggression is very uh, is very harmful and he's like we shouldn't call it microaggression because it's straight up racism. Like microaggression needs to be considered racism mm. because of the damages that it has towards minority communities. And this and I like that you brought that point up because when people are like, Oh, it's just a little comment, like it's then you don't then you don't it doesn't mean anything. But it's those like,
0: build we, up. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah it's we, like we can't a normalize that. Mm-hmm.
1: As Asian teens, it's important that we fight against the anti-Blackness in our own communities. In the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, Dear Asian Youth has collaborated with AA Batteries, a business that spotlights many Asian American artists through apparel by creating a line of merch to support the Black community. 30% of all proceeds raised from the collection will be donated to the Black Lives Matter movement. Thank you AA Batteries for making this happen and also the amazing illustrators on our day team who made these designs. Check out their website, aabatteries.com or
0: DearAsianYouth.org for more information and the designs. Okay, so we're about to end this episode, sadly, but the last thing I definitely wanted to talk about was competition between BIPOC because of the model minority myth. Because as we are seen as like the token minority myth amongst whites, it's hard for like other minorities to really understand us and understand that we also come in the same place as you do because they basically, the white supremacy has pinned us against each other Mm -hmm. as a result of that. And it's, what are your thoughts on that for sure?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think this is a discussion that a lot of the Asian community needs to have because we need to understand that we have a certain privilege being non-black people of color. Mm -hmm. We have a certain privilege of not, not having 400 years of systematic oppression facing us. We, yes, yes, I recognize that Asians do have discrimination uh, faced towards their community. I've had it myself in different forms. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have oppression, but we do not have, we do not have or have not faced the dehumanization or the form of systematic oppression that the black community has mm-hmm. faced and continues to face to this day. Um, and I think that's important because we need to realize that the model minority myth and this idea that Asians are law abiding as citizens or like are polite, um, is something that is being used, as you mentioned, to pin people of color against one another. It is another way to, uh, bring minority groups down together. And I think it's really frustrating having to see that because when you see two minority groups kind of going against each other, it's like, you guys, like we need to support one another we yep, need to fight exactly we need to, like be allies so um i'm glad you brought that up um yeah what about you what are your thoughts on that
0: yeah i was talking to my mom about it and we were um addressing how some at least some filipinos are sort of racist against black people in the community and stuff and it's mm-hmm. all because of like the way we were brought up at least like the colonization mm-hmm. thing in our brain where if, like you're not one of us then we don't like you either so as a result, like, that's sort of pinning down Black people, of course, and it's just horrible to see that that you're a minority as well, and you experience not the same level, like, as you said, but similar situations, and it's just unfair for anyone, like, in general. So. No, I agree.
1: I think, like, we need to realize that in the eyes of, like, the white community, specifically more racist <laughs> people... um, mm-hmm. They don't care what minority group we're a part of. They, they still see us as, um, as issues in our society. If that makes sense. Like as you mentioned, and it's good that you brought up that in the Asian community, specifically the Filipino community, that there's a form of like anti-blackness. Mm-hmm. There is one hundred percent a form of anti-blackness in, the, um, in the South Asian community, and it's just seen in like, like so many different forms. Like, I myself, when I was growing up, when I'd have, like, extended family over, they would say comments like, oh, your skin is so much more fair than the last mm-hmm. time I saw you. Or, like, or like you know, just, like, these stupid remarks that they would make. And I think that's, like, an- another form of, like, ingrained racism in specifically the South Asian community because we're saying, we're, like, linking having dark skin with being, like, ugly or, like, not beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, something that we need to check ourselves with and realize that that's, like, really damaging to not only our community but specifically the black community because that's another form of racism and like it's i don't know it's just very prevalent anti-blackness in the south asian community i think
0: yeah i was walking in a filipino store and i ended up seeing a whole aisle based on like whitening skincare (laughs) and whitening like skin creams and stuff and i actually wrote an article about it like in dear asian youth about like the eurocentric beauty standard surrounding like my experiences because I've always grown up wanting fair skin or like lighter skin and it's based on like years of just systematic racism like in our society like in general. And it just and the fact that like especially in our Asian communities in which like our relatives or people that we do look up to say these remarks is such like oh your skin is really nice that it's like light and tan like oh you shouldn't like go out into the sun too long or or else you're gonna get too tan. Like that's just, I don't know if it's the like, the best role model for Asian youth today, for sure. No, yeah,
1: I agree, and I think like as Asian youth, it's like our job, to, like eliminate completely that like stereotype and those remarks, and as you mentioned, like walking through like stores, like when I walk through like um. Like South Asian markets, like desi markets and things like that. There's so many fair lightning or like skin and like fair skin like lightning like creams and stuff. And I'm like, it's unbelievable that we even <laughs> have these. Exactly, and it's even more frustrating to see like in like Bollywood culture and like all the actors and actresses in Bollywood are like promoting these things. So I was thinking as like a young asian youth and like as a young girl looking up at this bollywood actress that i love so much saying oh use this like skin lightening cream i love it or whatever that's so damaging to Mm -hmm. young girls and young children's like um self self Mm self-image um not only is it damaging to the black community because we're saying you need to have fair skin but it's also damaging to like self-image wise um to minority communities so i think that's definitely one issue that like shows the like form of anti-blackness we have in the asian communities
0: Mm-hmm. for sure I feel like the model minority myth is just like a mere illusion to blanket like society to hide like it's racism against like Asian mm-hmm. Americans and like black people and everything and it just like squashes and fetishizes like the everyday life of Asian Americans and the struggles that they face as well and it's just it's just har- hard to see because there's so many like microaggressions or as you've said just racist blunt remarks against asians and everything especially oh my goodness i saw this um yesterday i think my mom sent me this link on this person i don't know for sure if it was in Cal- i think it was in cali and it was a um white man and he was in a restaurant with um a filipino family And then under his breath, before he walked away, he was like, oh, these fucking Asians. And then, yeah, and then I think the Filipino family's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you saying those racist marks? And then he just started going off like, you fucking pieces of shit. And he just started, and like, even the waitress was like, get out of the restaurant. Yeah. So now, like, it's more prevalent and it's more forefront than ever, considering the whole coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And like... The stereotypes on it and where it came from and Trump saying that it's the Kung flu like oh my god that was so stupid yeah no I agree and
1: you know that's it's kind of interesting to hear about like specifically East Asian struggles um because there's so many overlap like there's so much overlap with East Asian struggles that the South Asian community faces as well mm-hmm. um and like if you like obviously I was not born during this time but during 9-11 mm-hmm. um my family my parents lived in new york and they were literally at the center of the whole wow. issue right mm-hmm. so after nine eleven, there was obviously this form of stereotypes against south asian specifically brown people mm-hmm. um and my parents i mean i know my uncle faced straight up racism because that my dad did as well and hasan minaj has a really good like episode about um the effects of nine eleven. i think on his patriot act show on netflix is really good um but anyway so how you bring up the fact of like trump calling it like the kung fu or like saying it's the chinese virus and now east asians are facing straight up like racism in the streets in broad fucking daylight is like very similar to the situation that the south asian community faced during 9-11 and it's frustrating because like the like issues like 9-11 that have put a bad image up for the south asian community still have effects today as i've mentioned Mm -hmm. like i this is one of the things that i've straight up like a racist remark someone said to me that I've faced I was flying my drone because you know film nerd
0: love photography right (laughs) yeah
1: and this white guy looking white guy white man I swear of course the white men (laughs) you know canceling all of them he comes up to me and he goes make sure not to drop bombs on us and literally yeah did he actually say that
0: he
1: did he did and I was in shock at first I was like I like kind of you know awkwardly laughed it off and I was like it took me a second and I thought again I was like wait what the fuck did he just say to me yeah and I was like are you I'm like I was like 14 years old so I was like 14 years old find my photography drone like my dji he spark you Living know Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, like living my best life and he straight up goes do not drop bombs on us and like walks away and I'm like <laughs> literally he's what is like it? a I'm drone God, with a I camera <laughs> no sense i'm just like taking pictures at like the dog park like minding my own business what the heck i know and that's like i've been lucky enough to say that that's been the only form of racism that i face Mm -hmm. i've been lucky enough to say that i haven't faced straight up hate crimes towards me um because i've had that privilege of not being faced with like um more extreme forms of racism but it's important not to overlook things like that either because as i mentioned like this is a form of like this is, even if it's considered a micro this is still a form of racism, straight-up racism, stereotyping. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely linked to the image that brown people are being portrayed as in, once again, media. And also after the 9-11 occurrence, um, everyone's like, oh, brown people are, like, terrorists. They're all part of the Taliban, you know, like, shit like that. And I think, like, as you mentioned, with, like, East Asians facing issues and straight-up racism from the coronavirus is also similar to this case so it's just unbelievable to see that happen mm-hmm.
0: yeah that was a very frustrating incident <laughs> yeah i'm sorry about that
1: <laughs> yeah it's fine it's like you can't really do much after that. like me like if i knew better i would have thrown hands but like you know i can't yeah. do that like, or
0: like tw- i like got your th- your drone and like flew <laughs> <towards> that <person. laughs> Said, yeah that would have been so funny
1: yeah. for legal reasons that's definitely a joke um <laughs>
0: or is it
1: i I mean (laughs) who knows well only one way to find out yeah
0: (laughs) so we talked about a lot of stuff
1: (laughs) got my anger out about like white men which is basically just
0: the moral of the story is cancel all white men 2020 even timothy chalamet except chris evans keep him we're saving
1: him we're saving him him. for now who knows
0: what's gonna happen
1: (laughs) who knows (laughs) um yeah cancel all white men and then what else do we model minority myth yep Mm -hmm. our
0: experiences um the fact that alina does online school um (laughs) yeah I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> we realize that she's a film nerd.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll definitely be mentioning that a lot throughout this podcast. I'll be like, "Did I mention I'm a film nerd?" And like, I need, of
0: I need for you to give me film recommendations.
1: Oh, I got cause... you. I got you. Yeah, I I'll, have. I have you. a whole list. Yes. <laughs> if you
0: need book recommendations, I read way too much. I
1: need to read more. My parents are like, "You need to read more," and I'm like, "I'm sorry." I <laughs> try. Um, oh man. Okay. But yes, um, no, and I'm glad we had this discussion. Like, it's for our first ever podcast. Like, I go us! I'm I think so be great. excited. So, um, but yeah, make sure to check out our Instagram, which is Dear Asian Girl. Mm-hmm. And if you want to reach out to us, um you can. We'll put our like Instagram somewhere in the yeah. description. We'll i are like them? a
0: YouTuber. <laughs> no, oh, subscribe, rate, comment. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening and. We hope you um, continue to listen to our podcast and follow us
0: on Instagram. Yeah, guys. We'll see you soon. Want more of Dear Asian Girl? You can find us everywhere on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. We're on everything. Can't get enough? Subscribe, follow, rate, review to get all the updates and the latest on DAG. Let us know your feedback and what we can do to improve. Want to be a part of the podcast or Dear Asian Youth? Go on DearAsianYouth.org and click contact to be a part of the DAG and day team. We'd love to have more hosts. We have our own Instagram. Follow us at Dear Asian Girl to receive updates and all the latest episodes and fun fact about the hosts. We'd love for you to reach out. DAG, Dear Asian Girl, a podcast dedicated to uplift and share Asian girl stories everywhere. For the Asian girl, by the Asian girl. Logo by Kristen Huynh, produced and edited by Genesis, and produced on Anchor.